is zero hour thirty universal time. And here is the news in special English. Scientists say the earthquake that hit Japan last week measured nine point zero, not eight point nine as reported earlier. Japanese scientists and the United States Geological Survey announced the change Monday. The new measurement makes the earthquake the world's fourth largest since 1900. It was also the largest in Japan in more than 130 years. In northeastern Japan, a crisis is worsening at the Fukushima nuclear power center. Workers are struggling to cool fuel rods in danger of melting because of extreme heat at one reactor. The workers have been pumping seawater into the reactor to cool the rods, but the heat is burning off the water. Officials say some of the fuel rods may have melted, and they said higher than normal levels of radiation were measured in a nearby area. Governments around the world are examining safety. At their own nuclear power centers, and delaying plans to build new ones, German Chancellor Angela Merkel says Germany will study plans to continue operating 17 nuclear centers. The power stations were to close in 2021. Chancellor Merkel's government had proposed that they stay open for 12 additional years. The Prime Minister of India has ordered safety inspections at all of his country's nuclear power centers. Switzerland has delayed approval for three nuclear centers, and European Union officials have called a meeting of energy ministers, nuclear safety experts, and the companies that sell or operate nuclear centers. They will talk about the situation in Japan, and the possibility of similar problems in Europe. Forces loyal to Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi are continuing their offensive against rebel-held towns. The Libyan leader's forces attack the eastern town of Ajdabia and the western coastal town of Zuwara on Monday. Zawara is 120 kilometers west of Tripoli. It is one of the few western towns that rebels seized when Libya's unrest began a month ago. No one is sure right now which side is in control of the oil port of Brega. Late reports said a rebel force had retaken the town's living area. While pro-Gaddafi forces control the oil centers, the opposition fighters are said to be poorly organized and have few arms. They have not been able to stop the Libyan army with its aircraft, tanks, and heavy weapons. Diplomats from leading industrial countries. 
met in Paris Monday to discuss how to react to the fighting in Libya. They also discussed whether to bar flights over Libya. American Secretary of State Hillary Clinton joined foreign ministers from seven countries at the talks. The seven are Russia, Germany, France, Italy, Britain, Canada, and Japan. France and Britain are leading calls for the creation of a no-flight zone in Libyan airspace. The European countries have gone to the United Nations Security Council to seek its approval. Russia's UN ambassador says simple questions must be answered before the declaration of a no-fly zone. China opposes such a declaration. On Saturday, the Arab League asked the UN to approve a no-fly zone. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates have sent hundreds of troops and police to the nation of Bahrain. The Saudi-led force was answering a call for help from Bahrain's rulers to protect government buildings. Bahrain made the request under a security agreement with the Six-Nation Gulf Cooperation Council. It is not known if the Council's other members will offer troops for the military force. Bahrain's Shiite opposition denounced the deployment as an occupation. It came one day after protesters set up barriers to block entry to Bahrain's financial center. The barriers remained in place on Monday. Yemeni security forces have used gunfire to break up anti-government demonstrations in several parts of the country. The shooting led to street battles with protesters. More than 40 people were wounded. In one incident, protesters attempted to raid a government building in the northeastern province of Jolf. Security forces fired weapons in an effort to stop the raid. At least 20 people were injured. Security forces also began shooting at an opposition gathering in the central province of Marib. At least 20 people were wounded, including Marib's governor, who was stabbed by an unknown attacker. Opposition activists have been protesting for weeks throughout Yemen. They are angry about corruption, poverty, and a lack of political freedoms. A suicide bomber killed at least 36 people Monday in the Afghan city of Kunduz. More than 40 others were wounded. Afghan officials said the bomb exploded at an office where people seek to join the military. They also said children were among those killed. The Taliban claimed responsibility for the bombing. 
Afghan President Hamid Karzai condemned the attack. He said militants do not want to see an Afghan force that can protect the nation. The ruling party in Russia has won local elections, but received less than half the votes. The United Russia Party defeated other parties in all twelve legislative elections. Prime Minister Vladimir Putin said the results were more than satisfactory, adding that they demonstrate Russians' belief in their government. United Russia received only 46% of all the votes in the election on Sunday. However, the party will still control 68% of the seats in local governments, while Russia's Communist Party will control 13%. The opposition says there were problems with the voting, and it accused United Russia of pressuring voters. The party denies the accusation. Briefly, here again is the major news of the hour. Scientists say the earthquake that hit Japan last week measured 9.0, not 8.9 as reported earlier. Forces loyal to Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi are continuing their offensive against rebel-held towns. And Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates have sent hundreds of troops and police to the nation of Bahrain. That's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.